If you have your Bibles, you can open up to Psalm 103. Tonight, I want to speak about a framed life. Talk about the framework, the frame of our life. You know, the frame of anything matters a great deal. The underlying or supporting structure, that of a home, or the frame of a bicycle. How many are glad when you buy a decent bike, you get a good frame? The frame of anything is important. The frame of a house is important that it holds up the house. The lens holding part of eyeglasses. We talk about the human body, the frame thereof, the frame around a painting. You know, life is filled with frames and framework. As we go about our days, our lives are filled with frames and framework. The frame or the framework is key to whatever it exists to support. You know, we'd never walk into a shop to purchase sunglasses and ask for the pair that looks the best but has the weakest frames. We'd never endeavor to build a house and go to a home builder and say, I want your best looking house but with the weakest frame structure. We don't compromise when it comes to framework. And God is calling us in the same manner to not compromise when it comes to the framework and the frame of our Christianity, our lives in God. A good house has a good frame. It's well built. It's well put together. It can withstand the pressure, the seasons, the change, the elements. The underlying or supporting structure of our life matters. That which is holding up or framing the framework, we could say, holding up our Christianity, our discipleship, our relationship with the Lord, it's, it's very important. It matters a great deal. Only the framework of God lasts. Only the framework of God is eternal. Only the framework of God overcomes only the framework of God matters in the end. Now, if we were honest tonight, we know just how frail we are without the frame and framework of the Lord. We understand that our lives, wow, we need the frame and framework of God. We need the frame and framework of His Word. We need all that He's set in place for us. We can't do it on our own, and other materials, other frames and framework, they simply won't do. What are we without the framework of God? Psalm 103, verse 14, it reads, For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. The voice reads, For he knows what we are made of, he knows our frame is frail, and he remembers we came out of dust. I want to say tonight, we need to get the framework of God into us. We need his frame in us. We need him to come into our lives by the Spirit of God, by his word, 
by his teaching, all these things. We need him inside working on us so to set up the right framework. And we need to get into the word. We're going to get to that. So to get the right frame around our lives. The right border, the right edges. The Amplified, for he knows our mortal frame. My, how we need the Lord. I don't know if if that's how you feel tonight, that when you look at your own life and you realize how frail your frame is, that you say, God, I need you. Every day I need you. Every step, every breath. We realize our desperate need of God. Frame your own life or have the world frame your life. The truth is, the mortal frame needs divine help. Our frail frame needs his touch. Our fallen frame needs his touch. Let him in and he will work structural integrity into your life, strength, staying power, that which lasts for time and eternity. God wants us to welcome him in. He wants to partner with us that our lives would have the right framework. The framework that he knows will keep us. God builds well. And if we want our lives to last no matter what, our walk with him to last no matter what. We could talk about relationships, church life. It doesn't matter what it is. We need to get the framework of God into us. Other frameworks simply won't do. Let's read Hosea 5, verses 3 to 5. I know Ephraim and Israel is not hidden from me. For now, O Ephraim, thou committest whoredom. And Israel is defiled. They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God. For the spirit of whoredom is in the midst of them, and they have not known the Lord. And the pride of Israel doth testify to his face. Therefore shall Israel and Ephraim fall in their iniquity. Judah also shall fall with them. Now these are the words I want us to focus on tonight. They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God. We frame our doings. That's what the Word says. You think about it tonight. Our activities, our actions, our events, our goings-on, our deeds, our words, our calendars, our schedules, our entertainments, we frame our doings. And here the word is saying, they will not frame their doings to turn to their God. So really for us, there's two options. There's, we will not frame our doings to turn to our God, or we will frame our doings to turn to our God. Now we are builders, and we are constantly framing ourselves, our lives, and so on. Every day we are framing our life. 
decisions that we make, where we head, who we allow in, who we keep out. Every day we are framing. And God is looking for those that will welcome him in and say, Lord, we need you to take the lead. And we will partner with you. Don't just lay it all on God. God will come, but he's looking for us to partner with him. Our only hope is to partner with the Lord and frame properly and with proper material. You see, only he can bring the right frame and framework to life in our lives. Now we understand that God does not force his framework into us, does he? He is looking for us to welcome him in. And this is a day-to-day thing. God is not into the business of forcing his framework into lives. He's saying, will you welcome me in? Will you make right decisions? Will you govern your life by the word of God? Will you frame your doings to turn to God? So if we talk about it tonight, it's like I will frame my entertainments to turn toward God. Now, if we're really honest tonight and we really wanted to dissect that, what entertainments are turning us toward God and what entertainments are turning us away? What activities are turning us toward God and what activities are, are not? What relationships are turning us, turning us toward God and which ones are not? You see, God is saying, will they frame their life to turn toward me? Frame their doings to turn toward me. That's the call for the Christian. Every action, another beam. Every activity, another brace. Every word, another nail. And what? Soon a wall is built and soon a room is standing and soon a floor is erected. No, the truth is tonight, life can get away on us real quick if we aren't careful and intentional in framing. Life can get away on us real quick. All of a sudden, we look and the structure is messed up. It's compromised the framework of our life. Wow, inferior material. It's not God material. It's not what God had in mind. The things that are holding up our life, it's not what God had in mind. And life can get away on us real quick. We think that it takes a long time for life to get away on us, but it's simply not true. Life can get away on you in one summer. Life can get away on you in one season. Life can get away on you in one year. Life can get away on you, believe it or not, in a week. Life can get away on you in a day. That's how serious this is, and that's why God is saying, will you frame your doings to turn to me? Because he realizes what even one day can do to us. Where one day can leave us. Where one day can press us towards. Where it can lead us, what it can press us towards, and how it can so easily 
so easily leave us devastated. A house can look all nice on the outside, but what's under the paint and the drywall? A life can look all nice on the outside, but what's going on on the inside? What's the framework like? What material is the frame of those sunglasses made of? What is the makeup of that bicycle frame? We use these examples tonight, but no matter how much paint we slap on it, if the frame is weak or compromised, or if the frame is susceptible to rot, we are in trouble. We can keep slapping paint on it, but that's not going to solve the problem. We can keep spraying the frame. It's not solving the problem. We can keep gluing things together or trying, but it's not solving the problem. The problem is the framework is compromised. It's not the framework God desires for our life. And so we have to welcome him in. And he might have to support things while he tears things down or while he rebuilds. And it might not just be a wall, it might be a whole room, a whole floor, whatever it is, but we want the framework of God in us so that we're strong in the Lord. You see, I have to come to the place in my life where I recognize what I am made of and that my frame is frail, that I'm really just dust and that I'm in desperate need of his frame and his framework. We actually have to come to that point in our life or else we will have this tendency in us, we'll fight, have other things support our life and hold up our life. And the world will tempt us with other frames and other framework. So we have to come to that point in our life where we realize our desperate, desperate need of God. And so what do we do? We frame our doings to turn to our God. The spirit of whoredom has to go. Adultery, fornication, prostitution, that might sound pretty strong tonight, but isn't that exactly what it is if we are the bride of Christ and we are off playing the harlot? The action of it has to go, pride has to go, or iniquity will be our fall. We'll have the wrong framework in our life. It's not eternal, it's not divine. I want to ask tonight, what is keeping us from framing our doings to turn to God? Is there anything keeping us, is there anything in our life that is keeping us Framing our doings to turn to God. That's the question the Word is asking tonight. I want to share these words with you. The great masquerade of evil has wrought havoc with all our ethical preconceptions. This appearance of evil in the guise of light and historical necessity is utterly bewildering to anyone nurtured in our traditional ethical systems. But for the Christian who frames his life on the Bible, 
It simply confirms the radical evilness of evil. Now, that might sound confusing. It's not important that we understand the totality of what is being said here tonight. We focus on these words. But for the Christian who frames his life on the Bible, it simply confirms the radical evilness of evil. What a statement. And I ask tonight, has there ever been another option for the Christian other than the framework of God, than the frame of God? Has there been another option, another way, another reality, another choice for the Christian? Has there been a different approach? Has there ever been a different framework or another frame? Were we given a different option concerning material? No. And so you know what a Christian does? A Christian frames their life on the Bible. Because if we do this, we will be framing our doings to turn to our God. There is no other option. Now you say, how can I frame my doings to turn toward God? This is some kind of mystical thing. How do I do that? How do I make sure everything is pointing toward God? Well, you know what you do? You take your life and you take the word and you see if your life lines up, if your entertainments line up, if your actions line up, if your relationships line up, if your passions line up, if your mind, your thoughts line up, if your words line up, if all things line up. And if we do, we will be framing our doings to turn to our God. Now, there are boundaries in Christianity. There are borders. And I can't help but think of a picture in its frame, this imagery. There's a boundary. There's, there's a border. The picture does not go beyond the border. The portrait does not go beyond the boundary. If we walked in and saw that, and I'm not talking about modern art, all right? If we walked in and saw that, we think something's messed up. Somebody messed up. That's not right. What is all that excess? You know, it's like our life, the canvas, the picture, the portrait in a frame. I ask tonight, what borders, what edges, what limits and boundaries, what protection, what housing, what casing, what setting? Now, we might think, how on earth can I fit my life into the limits of a biblical picture frame? And this is where some fall. Because they look and they say, all of this that makes up the portrait, how can I fit it in to a biblical picture frame? They think it's impossible. They think it's unachievable, unattainable. And so this is where they fall. This is where they fail. But you know how our lives can perfectly and comfortably and joyfully fit and exist in a biblical frame? We get rid of the things of the world.
We get rid of the entertainments of the world. We get rid of the attitudes of the world. We get rid of the passions, the lusts, all those things that are not of God. You see, the world has to give itself wide borders just to deal and cope with itself. I know the world is not concerned with fitting a biblical frame, but one day it will all be judged by one frame, and that's the biblical frame. And all that doesn't fit, every portrait will be done away with. That's what the Word says. Question, how do we get God's framework, His frame in us? I know we're dealing with two trains of thought tonight. How do we get his framework, his frame in us? And the answer is this. We frame our life on the Bible. We partner with the Lord. We partner with the Holy Spirit. We say illuminate the word. Bring it to life. Speak to me about the areas in my life where there is compromised framework. You know, we might look at our, our, our job of framing and just think it's just great. How many know some people are qualified to frame a house and other people simply are not? It's true. Certain people will build it right and certain people won't. And so I know we'd be quick to say, yeah, it's all right and it's all good. But let's let the real inspector and the pro come and take a look. How's the framework? Question, how do we get God's framework or his frame in us? Well, we could add prayer tonight, worship, church life, and so on. For all of these are part of a life that is framed on the Bible. And so these are key elements. This is how the Lord gets his framework into us, a life that fits in biblical borders like to say tonight, we can't frame our life on the Bible if we don't have prayer in there. We can't frame our life on the Bible if we don't have worship in there. We can't frame our life on the Bible if we don't have church in there. We can't frame our life on the Bible if we don't read our Bible. How are you going to frame your life on the Word of God and therefore frame your doings unto God if you don't read the Bible? And it's not just enough to Google things here and there. When you got a question, because you're going to get a whole bunch of answers, that's going to mess you up. Because which one's right? So we need to know the word for ourselves. Allow the Lord to speak to us. We could talk about holiness, surrender, devotion. Is our living... Wow, I thought about this. You know, is our living too large for his frame? Is it too much excess? Is it too much, and therefore we can't fit it? We can't fit it in the biblical frame. Got other things. We don't want to let go of them. We don't want to see them cut off. And so we somehow try and fit it in, but it just doesn't work. They don't belong in that frame. 
See, God wants all of us. It's not that he just comes and says, okay, this little square here in the canvas of your life, I'll just put my frame there. Everything else is okay. No, he wants to cut everything else away so that all that remains is what fits in the biblical frame. And I thank God for that. Back to Hosea 5, verses 3 to 5. I know Ephraim and Israel is not hid from me, for now Ephraim thou committest whoredom, and Israel is defiled. They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God, for the spirit of whoredoms is in the midst of them, and they have not known the Lord. And the pride of Israel doth testify to his face, therefore shall Israel and Ephraim fall in their iniquity. Judah also shall fall with them. Will we frame our doings to turn unto our God? Now listen, this is a lifetime thing. It's not just a season where we frame our doings toward God and then we think, okay, this is okay. It's a new season in life. No worries. Listen, pressures come to try and sway us and pull us away. New seasons come, new trials, new challenges, new opportunities, new open doors, new blessings. Listen to the Amplified. Their doings will not permit them to return to their God. For the spirit of harlotry is within them, and they know not the Lord. They do not recognize, appreciate, give heed to, or cherish the Lord. CV, your evil deeds are the reason you won't return to me, your Lord God. ERV, these evil things keep them from coming back to me. We're reading a lot here, the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Their actions do not allow them to return to their God. The TLV, they will not give up their evil deeds to return to their God. Isn't that how it is? They won't give it up. The voice, they're so caught up in their way of life that they can't return to their God. Remember I said life can get away on us real quick. So caught up with our life, the way we do things, our schedule. I mean, we can't tweak our schedule to come back to God. I can't turn off that sitcom to come back to God. I'm, I'm just caught up in the season. I'm caught up with the characters. I need to know if it works out. I like it. I know it's not right. It's a little it's a little slimy, but I like it. Because they're so caught up in their way of life. They can't come back to their God. They can't return. And so what people try and do is have the biblical frame and the framework of God, just in part of their life, or on part. How many know God's not pleased with that? There is framework that needs to come down. There is framework that needs to be replaced. There is framework that fights the framework of the Lord. Listen, the world's framework cannot 
cannot stand where God's framework needs to stand. We must be willing to give up evil and get caught up in his way of life. I'd say tonight, we need his framework, his structural integrity, makeup, support. We need his borders, his limits. We need his housing. Without it, we fail. Let's have the worship team return. Real simple tonight, I want to encourage all of us, no matter who we are, let's frame our life on the Bible. Let's get some divine framework in our mortal bodies. Let's frame our doings to turn to God. And let's cry out that the Lord would cut away all things, show us the things that don't fit in his biblical frame, and that only what fits in his frame would remain. Because only what fits in his frame is proper. What is supporting our lives? What is holding, holding them up, keeping them together? Is there anyone here tonight so caught up in their way of life that they can't return to God? So caught up. They can't properly return to God. If we want to return, he will help us. and Well, he'll do his work, but we have to get serious. The framework of the world and the framework of God do not coincide. They do not agree. They do not match. There is no accord. The great masquerade of evil has wrought havoc with all our ethical preconceptions. This appearance of evil is the guise of light. I'd say tonight, cry out that the Lord would give you eyes to see. That we would not be fooled by evil's masquerade, this appearance of evil in the guise of light. I wonder if sometimes we're looking at our life and we feel like the Lord's work takes too long. I thought about this today, and it's simple. But you go to build a house. How many know the builder tells you how long it's going to take? Now, you could go to a good home builder, and they say, this is how long it's going to take. And you go, ah, I don't know about that. So you go find someone else that can do it in half the time. I wonder. I wonder if sometimes we're looking at our life, and it's like, I've been trusting God to get his framework into my life, and that includes how our life unfolds. Get your framework in and move me into the future, and wow, it's just taking too long, and so we go and try and get some other framework in. And that's why people end up with messed relationships. That's why people end up with messed finances. That's why people end up with messed doctrine. That's why people end up with no church. That's why people end up just messed up. Or they might make it, but their life has the framework of the world. And they've traded the borders and the limits of God for the borders and the limits of this world. I want to encourage us tonight. Frame all our doings. Turn to our God. Let's stand. We'll just sing this chorus. We'll close in prayer.
There'll be fellowship in the foyer. Just thank God for the framework that he's put inside of you already. Thank God for the work he's doing inside of your life. Thank him tonight. Would you just begin to, wow, just declare how good his framework is. Declare how good his borders are and his limits. That they're protection in life to us. Thank you, God. Love you, Lord.